You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. This is episode 172 of the Soul Forge Podcast. Welcome to the Soul Forge, a place of silent mystery, quiet contemplation, and outright mayhem. Join your host, Sean Vanderloo, as he guides you through the adventures of living. Together, we'll talk about life and love, sex and dating, joy and heartache, memories and loss, and so much more. Don't worry, it's not nearly as pretentious as it sounds. Get ready for life, the universe, and everything on The Soul Forge. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Soul Forge podcast. I'm your host, Sean, as I have been for the last 172 episodes. Welcome back, or welcome for the very first time if you're new around here in the Forge of Souls. I have quite an exciting episode for all of you folks this week. Now, I know I say that every single week, and I'm sure it's true. I'm sure that each and every episode that I have produced is the favorite for one of you listeners out there. And this This one coming up that you're listening to right now may just be your brand new favorite. It might not be, and that's perfectly okay. It doesn't really matter. The fact is, I'm here for you week after week after week without fail to provide you with some kind of excitement, adventure, reminiscence, interview, or some other such podcast topic. Because you never know what's going to happen. Every week, it's a new idea, a new thought. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to talk about until I hit record. So sit back and enjoy, and we'll see what comes up this week. But actually, this one here is uh, a well-thought-out and well-rehearsed episode that I've been uh, thinking about in my head for about the last week and a half. And that's because, going through some things, I found my Grade 2 report card. But before we get into the report card itself, let's give a little bit of history, a little bit of context as for how this discovery came about. As long-time listeners will know, my grandparents, that's my mom's parents, Bumpa and Didi, they died in 2013 and mom passed in 2014. And that was the end of mom's side of the family pretty much, except for a couple of uncles who died in 2018. Uh, Now this is not a morbid or sad story per se. This is just the facts as it happened. I've done previous episodes on the losts that uh, have occurred in my family. So that's neither here nor there. That's just a little bit of background context. So anyway, what happened was uh, my mom was the historian of the family, the caretaker of the artifacts. Basically, maybe she was a hoarder. I don't know. She had a lot of the dead people's relative stuff. So somehow, because I'm the oldest of my three brothers, I ended up with a lot of these things. Lucky me. Yay. So sometime within the last, I'm going to say, five years, Bill, who is my mom's last husband, we'll say. Okay, because mom was married three times. Uh, First time to my dad, 
uh, and she had me and my brother Curtis, and they split up, and then she met my brother Robin's dad, and had Robin, and then uh, that fell apart too, and some years later she married Bill, and Bill was the last of the husbands, and he didn't know what to do with all the things that were left behind after mom passed. So, lucky me, I ended up with all kinds of different things. I've got, I don't, I don't even know, pictures and paintings and uh, airplane stuff for my grandfather, all kinds of different things. Some of the stuff I don't know what to do with, but I've been holding on to it because I guess I'm now the hoarder. Yay, lucky me. I don't know. I don't really know. So anyway, what brought this topic on is I have a box of uh, papers and I've been carrying it around and as you know I, I, I tend to move houses quite a bit. So uh, I've had this box maybe two or three houses worth and uh, I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't really want to go through the contents of the box because well it, it was uh, it'd, be, it'd be the final things to go through from the dead relatives and I guess I was just avoiding it but finally last week or so Bishop my son came over and we were looking for things to do the box was right there and I said hey how about we go through some of your dead relatives things I don't even know what's in there how, what do you think about that and he wasn't too excited about it but he didn't really know so so we did it anyway and I came across all kinds of things what kinds of things well, I will tell you, right after I play a promo for another podcast here on the ESO Network, I do believe I'm going to play the promo for the Nerdlanta podcast. And I was going to play it last week, but it's uh, it's really loud. And no matter what I do in the editing process, I can't bring the volume down to be equal to my voice here, my dulcet tones, my melodious voice, or whatever you want to call it. So... I'm just going to warn you now, it's 30 seconds, and it's a little bit louder than the rest of the podcast, so maybe take the earphones out for uh, for 25 seconds. Maybe it's okay, maybe it's not as bad as I think it is. You can let me know by emailing me, uh, soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. But anyway, here is the Nerdlanta promo. We are Nerdlanta. We got these filters, I think they're called pea poppers. That's, oh, that's for exciting. popping peas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for, for mm-hmm. popping all the peas. Sweaty balls and, and pea poppers. poppers. Always, Always is a time. time. <laughs> Can a podcast be a reboot? Oh, God, Absolutely. yes. Nerdlanta 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 Nerdlanta. Nerdlanta. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. We are highly calculated at a late hour. You know, it's just always fun to talk about geeky stuff. And Nerdlanta is the place to do it. I guess that's it. We played the promo. That was an awesome promo. And I hope that wasn't too bad for you guys. Hope you enjoyed it. Maybe you'll go check out that podcast. Maybe you'll check out all the podcasts here on the ESO Network. The one I'd like you to check out the most, of course, is the Rusted Robot Podcast, which I have been co-hosting since January of 2014. Let's get back to the main topic of this episode here on the Soul Forge. What was I talking about? I was talking about a box of papers and whatnot that I've been carrying around for approximately five years that I have been avoiding going through. So I started pulling out the papers one by one and uh, they were musty and smelly, uh, not dirty or anything. Uh, There was no creepy crawly bugs or or whatnot. It was just, uh, it had been in the box for a long time and the box itself was old. So I started pulling things out and showing my son what, uh, what was in there. And you know what? I don't know why they kept half the things they kept. So there were 
income tax receipts from 1989 from my aunt. There were business receipts and bank statement stubs and Visa credit card bills, not bills, but uh, back in the day, a long, long time ago, before the internet, when you had a credit card, the store had a machine and it had like a carbon copy paper and a main paper and they had a weird machine that you uh, chunk chunk over top of your credit card so it took an impression of it and that's how they submitted it to the Visa company or MasterCard or whoever and that's how you got charged. And for whatever reason there were all kinds of Visa receipts, there were bank statements, I found newspapers from Timmins from 1962. Okay, now a bit of background, and most of you know this already as well. Uh, I was born and raised in Sault Ste. Marie and I came to Timmins about 17 and a half years ago. But what you may not know is that my grandfather was born and raised in Timmins. He was uh, born and raised here, uh, born in 1929, and he left here in 1947. 47 and he moved to the Sioux. 56 years later I moved to Timmins and continued on the family life here I guess I don't really know uh, but anyway for whatever reason there's five or six newspapers from 1962 I, I looked through a couple of them and I don't see any significant information from it so I, I don't know why they they still had it because in 1962 they were living in Sault Ste. Marie, my grandparents were. So, I don't know. And I'm not sure how often they came back to Timmins to visit. I, I know that uh, my grandfather's mom lived here until, I think, the early 80s. And then she moved to the Sioux as well to be closer. Maybe. Maybe that's right. I don't know. That's all information that I can't ask anybody because nobody else is around to remember. That doesn't matter. But papers from 1962. Another thing, my grandfather had his own business. He was a mechanic and he owned Ronquetto Truck Service in the back roads of Sault Ste. Marie. One of the main things that happened was that he had hired an accountant and the accountant had embezzled from him and he lost the business and there were all kinds of court cases and there were all kinds of papers from the 70s and the 80s uh, from detail, detailing all the court information, all kinds of court stuff that uh, I, I didn't go through. I, I read some of it, the papers, but it was just like, oh man, do I do I want to keep this stuff? It's all family history. It's it's probably interesting to somebody, but is it important to keep? I don't think that it is. So I read some of it. That's whatever. Uh, actually, one of the claims to fame that my grandfather used to mention from time to time was that uh, he was the mechanic for Al Capone's doctor in the doctor's later years. He never told me who the doctor's name was, but I looked it up earlier this week so I could talk about it on the podcast. And uh, the main doctor for Al Capone was a guy named, I think, Kenneth Phillips, Dr. Kenneth Phillips. There's a few Dr. Kenneth Phillips. Um, and this one here the, that, that was Al Capone's doctor died in, I think, 2012 at the age of 91. As of this year, I believe my grandfather would be 91 himself. And maybe the doctor had some summer homes in, in Canada. I don't know. So maybe my grandfather was just pulling my chain. I, I'm not sure. Anyway, I just uh, thought I'd throw that in. But anyway, in all these papers that belong to my grandparents, I found my grade 2 report card. And I thought it would be fascinating to go through it and talk to you guys about it 
and uh, see what you thought. Hey, this is Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek, and you're listening to Soul Forge with Sean Vanderloo. So, uh, let's see here. The Sault Ste. Marie Board of Education Progress Report and Achievement Form. Student Sean Vanderloo, Division Primary, Grade 2, Term 2, Date April 9th, 1984. The teacher was Mrs. J. Robertson. The principal was Miss J. McLeod. The school was Riverview, and the address was 51 Wireless Avenue. Where the heck that is? I don't know. I know where Riverview Public School is. It's still in the same place. I didn't know it was on Wireless Avenue. That's a weird name. But anyway, back then in the early 80s, report cards only had two key progress report uh, uh, indicators, I guess. S for satisfactory and N for not progressing at a satisfactory rate as explained. So there are one, two, three, four, five different categories on this report card. And the first one is the arts there are different subcategories within. So the first one is music, skill development. And I got an N for not progressing at a satisfactory rate as explained. Uh, it says here, so what do we got? Oh, music has two. It has skill development and interest slash participation. Sean has put little effort into improving his musical skills. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. Uh, maybe, maybe because I believe it was grade two where we had a Christmas choir, and because I couldn't sing properly, the teacher told me to lip-sync. I had never heard that before. I was highly insulted, so that might explain why I put little effort into improving my musical skills, because I can't carry a tune. To this day, I can't read music, I can't sing, I can't play any instruments, and I've tried. Uh, so, physical education, skill development, and interest participation. So, for music, both were ends. Uh, for physical education... Skill development was N, interest and participation was S, so satisfactory. So the teacher said, he has participated but had difficulty manipulating equipment. Okay, so I guess I wasn't uh, very skilled in movement or coordination. That's fine. Next one is visual arts. In skill development, I was N, but in interest and participation, I was S. So the teacher said, he prefers to use familiar techniques rather than attempting new skills in art. Okay, so I didn't like to learn new things, and I relied on old stuff, I guess. So, let's see, we got out of these six, I had two S's and four N's. Sean, from grade two, was not very uh, good at the arts. What do we got next? We've got environmental studies, and there's only skill development and interest participation. For skill development, N. For interest participation, S. So the teacher said, Sean is able to complete tasks with assistance, but his organizational skills are weak. I can't believe it. My organizational skills are weak. At least I could complete tasks with some help. So it sounds like I was pretty freaking useless. Now, I don't know what environmental studies were in grade two. Who could say? That's a long time ago. But it's uh, interesting regardless. And then we've got language arts. And let's see, so for listening, I've got an N. And for reading comprehension, I've got an S. For independent reading or for enjoyment, I've got an N. For oral reading, I've got an S. Word study skills, S. Speaking, as in the ability to express ideas clearly was an N. Writing uh, has two things. Written communication was S and legibility was S. So apparently I could write effectively 
and you could read what I wrote. So that's not too bad. So for language arts, the teacher said, Although Sean understands oral instructions quite frequently, he has been able to achieve satisfactory results in reading, spelling, and word attack skills. He continues to have difficulty staying on track in oral discussions and putting his ideas in writing. He needs encouragement to maintain uniform printing. Okay, so what does that mean? It means I, uh, I misunderstand oral instructions quite frequently, so I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, but I am able to achieve good results in reading, spelling, and word attack skills, whatever that means. And I have difficulty staying on track when we're talking about things. And uh, I can't put my ideas in writing. Okay, and my spelling, I guess, or my printing was pretty bad too. Uh, I do have a vague recollection of reading in class. It may have been from this grade. It might have been from earlier. I was uh, a pretty good reader from what I remember. Uh, I, was, uh, I never liked the word children. So I had to read uh, a sentence or a part of a story out loud and even 35-40 years later I remember that I knew the word was children but I said child instead because I just didn't like saying the word children. I can't remember why I didn't like it. It was just one of those things. So we'll move on to mathematics and so for recognition of patterns, satisfactory. Mastery of number facts, satisfactory. Uh, and then understanding and use of measurement skills, there were there was nothing. There was not an N or an S, so maybe we didn't do that that term. And geometry skills were an S. So teacher said, Sean has patterned numbers to three digits and used facts to 12 satisfactorily. He understands and uses geometry terms. He is often careless in forming numbers. So once again, my, uh, I guess my printing or whatever you'd call it, wasn't good. I was messy. I can't believe it. And the fact that I was good at math, that, that surprises me because that was my worst subject in high school. Anyway, the last thing here is social growth. For complete assignments in reasonable time, satisfactory. Courteous and considerate, satisfactory. Takes responsibility for personal organization, not satisfactory. Works carefully and neatly, not satisfactory. Makes efficient use of time, not satisfactory. Works independently? Satisfactory. Okay, so I can work by myself, but I don't make good use of my time. In fact, I was actually talking to Julie earlier today, talking about uh, when I was in high school or anything really, because, I, how did this come up? Because um, tomorrow, the boys and I over at the Cosmic Pizza Podcast are going to record an episode about immortality. And I've known about this topic for two weeks. And what am I doing? I'm, well, first of all, I'm recording this podcast. And second of all, I'm looking up immortality stuff the night before we're due to record. So I don't make efficient use of my time. I have to have a deadline. Uh, back in university, if I had an essay and I knew about it for a month and a half, I wouldn't do it until the weekend before because I need a deadline. So what did the teacher say? She said, Sean hurries to finish assignments and sacrifices accuracy and neatness. He finds it hard to concentrate for any extended period or organize his time efficiently. He carries out his classroom responsibilities well. Okay, so that's the end of my grade 2 report card. And it basically tells me that uh, in grade 2, and let's see, that was 1984 April, so I was 7.5. Um, I was not neat. I didn't organize myself properly. I didn't make an efficient use of my time, but I was pretty smart in math and I can work independently, although not very well. 
and I like to use familiar techniques. I don't like to learn new things, which is funny because right now I'm, and for the last, I don't know, 30 years, I've been all about learning new things, be, priding myself, priding myself? Yeah, I guess priding myself is the right term on uh, how organized I am when it comes to most things. Like if you take a look in my room right now, all of my books are nice and organized. All of the starships that I have on my shelf are in neat little rows. Everything's where it should be because everything has a place and everything in its place, as my grandfather used to say. I just thought this would be an interesting topic this week to see how Sean has progressed over the last 36 years. It was just a happy coincidence that in the box of my dead relative's paperwork, one thing belonged to me. It was my grade two report card. I thought it was interesting. Uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to see where you were, where you've come from, how you've progressed, and so on and so forth. What about you guys and girls in podcast land? Do you have any old report cards or any information from your early school days? Have you looked at it recently? That might be an interesting topic. If you want to be on the show and talk about something that uh, you've recently come across, definitely send me an email, soulforgepodcast at gmail.com. So that's this week's topic. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, nostalgia, where we came from, where we ended up, where we're going. All those things are interesting to think about. Quite fascinating, really. So that's the end of this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and the little uh, stories that uh, I shared along the way, because that's what Soul Forge is all about. Uh, what else do I want to tell you guys? Not too much, just that I hope uh, you're listening to Cosmic Pete's podcast, you're listening to Rusted Robot podcast, I hope you continue to listen to Soul Forge podcast. If you haven't uh, gone to the website for the ESO network, maybe do that, because there's all kinds of uh, podcasts over there. They're all they're all geeky podcasts, except for Soul Forge, because, you know, I'm, I'm unique and I like to stand out in my own way. Uh, but that's uh, pretty much it for now. So if you'd like to go to soulforgepodcast.com, all of our social media links are there. The support button is there. The YouTube channel is there. All the things, all the archives, all the episodes. But until next time, I'm just going to sign off right now. And uh, this week's And Remember is kind of fun because it kind of uh, relates to rereading things. And I just read a chapter from my life from when I was seven and a half. So anyway, I like to tie it up, all the loose ends. Leave a review in the podcatcher of your choice. A five-star review is always appreciated. But until next time, remember... You can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Soul Forge Podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and we hope you'll tune in again next time. Remember that you can visit soulforgepodcast.com for all of our social media links, and don't forget to share the show with everyone you know. The Soul Forge Podcast is your best source for living your best life. Think about it. This video has been prepared to show you how to use your flatbed 4850 imprinter. This imprinter is designed to hold various types of merchant plates. Place the plate over the pre-drilled holes to determine where the plate will be affixed. Insert the merchant plate under the mounting screw heads. Tighten the screws when the plate has been positioned properly. If you have a plastic breakaway plate, break off the tabs and position the plate. Position the customer's credit card on the imprinter base. Press the top of the card down, ensuring it is held firmly between the card guides.
Position the charge slip to be imprinted over the credit card by inserting the slip from left to right under the slip holders. The left side of the charge slip is positioned under this holder, and if you are using a 51 column charge slip, the right side is positioned under this holder. If you are using an 80 column charge slip, the right side is positioned under this holder. Move the handle to the right with a quick, firm motion to imprint the credit card data. Return the handle to the start position to imprint the merchant plate data. Remove the imprinted charge slip and credit card. The transaction is complete and you're ready to take another imprint. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.